Hey everybody, welcome to Fight Talk. This is Steven Jensen. Today's episode was a real fun one to record. I had Jesse and Kevin on the show today. Uh, They are the promoters for Southern Underground Pro. They're running their third show on August the 6th here in Nashville, Tennessee. Great dudes, great company, uh, great, great conversation. So with that all being said, I'm going to do all of my ads right now, get them all out of the way, and at the end of the episode, we'll just go right into the Tommy Toehold, you know, outro that I usually use and the music that I use from Jonathan Bodie, and that'll be it. So it'll sound a little bit different, but I'm going to get this all out of the way right now and then just go ahead and listen to the conversation because we talk about Southern Underground Pro and we also talk about Kevin and Jesse who are both, well, Kevin's an active independent professional wrestler, Kevin Koo, and Jesse does some independent professional wrestling work as well. Uh, not as often as Kevin, but both like I said, they run this company, Southern Underground Pro, and Jesse actually has a podcast called Kick Out at Two, which is a local podcast here in Nashville that we talk about a little bit as well. So before we get started, make sure to check out Heroes and Legends, who are celebrating 15 years in business. They specialize in action figures, vintage magazines and programs, DVDs, autograph memorabilia, and other unique pro wrestling memorabilia. They're a professional wrestling collectible and memorabilia company. They're awesome. Make sure to follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling, and they'll be live at the following dates. Um, Southern Underground Pro, they're going to be there live in the house. Um, We're going to be talking about that show extensively on this podcast. That's going to be August the 6th in Nashville, Tennessee. After that, Freedom Pro Wrestling, also in Nashville, Tennessee, at the Nashville Fairgrounds on August the 19th. I'll be at both of those shows, so say hey to me as well as the folks at Heroes and Legends on August the 6th at SUP and August the 19th at Freedom Pro. And then mark your calendar right now for November the 25th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, WrestleCade, Ken Shamrock, and Dan Severn, two massive legends in the world of mixed martial arts as well as professional wrestling, will be live in the house, courtesy of our friends at Heroes and Legends. They're going to be doing like meet and greets, uh, pictures, autographs, all that great stuff. Make sure you're there in the house on November the 25th in Winston-Salem, North Carolina at WrestleCade. Also, shout out to WrestleRumble.com. They're not doing a battleground uh, pick-up contest, but we're getting ready for SummerSlam, so before the contest starts for SummerSlam, jump on WrestleRumble.com right now. They got great t-shirts, grab yourself some merch, and follow them on Twitter at WrestleRumble. They're great, do great stuff. Also, shout out to Williamson Brothers Barbecue. They have the best all-natural ingredients you can find for any kind of sauce. Uh, I mainly use it on meats because it is delicious on all barbecue, but you can use it as a condiment, you can use it on anything. Their original is basically like a tomato-based vinaigrette. You can, like I said, kind of replace ketchup with it for things. I, I use it on cheese fries and stuff all the time. Uh, they have a spicy chipotle, which has a good kick to it, and they have a classic Carolina, which is a mustard-based. Once I, once again, I mentioned, you know, all natural ingredients. They can be found in Whole Foods. Uh, you can go on wa- uh, walmart.com and you can search Williamson Bros in the search bar and you can actually find it on walmart.com now but they're in whole foods they're on walmart.com they can be found in a bunch of various kroger's and Publix. Uh, they have you know 2000 distribution channels in the southeast in the southeast region and they um they can mail you out anything go to williamsonbros.com for more information as well as a place to find where to get the sauce they have rubs they have uh, spices. They got a whole bunch of great stuff. They have three physical locations in Atlanta, Georgia, or the Atlanta, Georgia area, I should say. 
Great stuff. Family-owned business to buy local and possible help out their own community. So can't say enough good things about Williamson Brothers Barbecue. If you want to try some for free, hit me up. I'm going to give my Twitter handle before I get into the uh, the interview this time. So I'll make sure you know where to find me. Just ask me if you want to try the Williamson Brothers sauce. I'll get you out some for free because that's how much I love it. And last but absolutely not least, hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing. Brian Jensen is a USA Boxing and NSAM certified trainer out of Delgado Boxing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. That's in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Give him a call at 404-316-4516 or email him directly at brian at delgadoboxing.net. That is B-R-Y-A-N at delgadoboxing.net. If you want to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, learn self-defense, or polish up your existing skills, Brian Jensen is the guy for you. Everybody right now is talking about McGregor versus Mayweather. There's never been a better time to get into boxing. Brian Jensen's who you should hit up, and I, I really believe in him. He's my brother, and he does great stuff. So make sure to also follow him on Instagram at BMJMMA. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing right now. And like I said, I'm going to get all my stuff in as well right now, so you can listen to the podcast all the way through without any interruptions. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T. T-A-L-K underscore. I have a Facebook group. Just search at Fight Talk Podcast or just search Fight Talk. Should come up pretty easy. Follow me on Podomatic and you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. I'm also on Stitcher, Podbean, a whole bunch of other stuff. But if you're subscribed on iTunes, please rate and comment. It helps the podcast out a lot. It really does. I know I say it all the time, but is the truth. You just go on there. You just hit the five-star rating and just say, I like the podcast. It's that simple. It takes like three seconds and it helps me out a ton. I really appreciate it. And also, if you want some merchandise to even more further, you know, support the Fight Talk podcast, go to whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. I got a whole bunch of stuff, t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops are the big thing right now. Uh, With it being summer and all, it's hot as hell outside here in Nashville. Uh, Grab yourself a Fight Talk podcast hoodie, or hoodie, or tank top. Grab whatever you want. (laughs) But just jump on there, grab whatever you want. I'm going to have some new logos on there soon as well. So, you know, if, if you can't find something that you want, just let me know. I'll get it out to you. I have stuff for, you know, children all the way down to like, you know, honestly, I can get I can get something for a newborn if you want it. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll make it happen because if you support the Fight Talk podcast, I support you and I'll make sure that you get what you're looking for. So with that all being said, kick back and relax. Enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk podcast talking to Kevin and Jesse from Southern Underground Pro here on the Fight Talk podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Fight Talk. This is Steven Jensen. Today I've got Kevin and Jesse, I call y'all the, uh, I guess the owners, promoters for sure. Southern Underground Pro uh, here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Kevin's actually Kevin Q, who I've seen perform at the Nashville Fairgrounds. So I got a pro wrestler right here in the house, literally in my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're just sitting around uh, kind of kicking the breeze and we want to tell you guys about what Southern Underground Pro is up to and also Jesse is one of the hosts of the Kick Out or Two podcast which is a local podcast here in Nashville Tennessee as well that focuses primarily on independent professional wrestling yeah. uh, but you know a little bit everything here and there but mainly prof- any professional wrestling we get lucky sometimes and we work with promoters and they throw us bigger names we just did Stevie Richards um, this will come out this week or next week um, whenever you guys wanted to, I just wanted to coincide with uh, okay. the show. So either, really, you, you give me the date and I'll put it out. You you let them you let them know when to listen out for it. Cool. Well, we just did uh, an episode with Stevie Richards that'll be up uh, this week on the twenty first, and then next the next episode we have going up will be Tracy Smothers, which is cool. That was so random and 
Awesome. So, yeah, we, we primarily focus on independent wrestling, but every now and then, through working with promoters, we, we get thrown a couple bones, which is pretty cool. Dude, it's funny because I met Tracy Smothers in the fairgrounds of one of the Freedom Pro Wrestling shows, and I talked to him for like probably like around an hour or so without even realizing it. He's yeah. a, such a nice guy. He's an awesome dude. And he the is. whole time I was thinking, I wish I would have just hit record on my phone just then and yeah. just picked that whole conversation up. Because right afterwards, I was like, man, I do a podcast. Have you ever won? He's like, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, I could have, that could have been it. But anyway, he's um, such a fun interview too. <laughs> like, I tried to interview him probably close to a year ago, and. My phone stopped recording the audio, and then we tried again like a couple months later, and he ended up just getting busy, and we couldn't do it. And uh, finally, thanks to Freedom Pro, we were able to—I was able to sit down and talk to him last night over the phone. And uh, he's such a fun interview. He's got so many great stories. I could talk to him for days. That's awesome. Bear. He did. He wrestled three bears. He wrestled fucking bears. He wrestled three bears. It's insane. I Absolutely. never fucked with him, ever. Hell no. That's coming from another pro wrestler right here. <laughs> Kevin Koo is he's saying no bears. No, I would literally never fight Tracy Smothers ever in my life. Like, I don't think he he might want to fight me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I would never fight him because I saw his match at Freedom Pro at the last show, and he can still fucking go for how old he is. Like, he has a walking cane, but that doesn't mean shit. No. He can still fuck you up. He's like Angle when, the, when his music hits and he comes out, there's like nothing wrong with him. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Dude, I couldn't believe that myself because yeah, outside of the outside of the ring, he's hobbling around, oh, yeah. and then he gets in there, and it's like go, it's go time. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, as far as Southern Underground is is concerned, um, first off, let everyone know kind of how the idea started, and then just whatever you want to tell people. I mean, we want to. I want to know about some of the talent coming. Uh, I believe Kurt Stallion mm-hmm. is going to be there. I saw him at Glory Pro in Belleville, Illinois, uh, Michael Elgin's promotion. First time I saw him live, mm-hmm. I was very impressed. Uh, so, yeah, let people kind of know where this all started, and let's hear about, you know, the talent involved. Uh, it started with me texting Jesse <laughs> one time. Well, he texted me one time because he would always talk about doing, like, one-off shows. And then I was like, hey, I'm living in Nashville now. We should just probably just do this for fun. <laughs> and that's literally how it started. And we didn't know anything about running a show. Like, literally we plenty nothing. of shows, but we are like, well, fuck, we have to find a ring and a venue. That was easy enough somehow. We got that. And then we got people that wanted to be on our show. So we were like, well, we have a show, so might as well just keep going with it. Yeah, it, it started off, we were just going to do a one-night tournament for a medal. And then the medal turned into a trophy, and then we got flooded with people that had interest in being booked by us so we just kind of took the ball and ran with it and decided to do every other month that way freedom pro runs in nashville during the summers there's other promotions in lewisburg asw telehoma swf uh best of the best been running a lot of shows lately tried and true out of clarksville best of the best as murfreesboro so there's there's a lot of wrestling in nashville and I think subconsciously part of the reason we decided to go every other month, aside from just trying to rebuild funds and kind of keep the hype up, um, is just to not oversaturate the area because South's, the South's always been really rich in wrestling. Um, so to be able to contribute to that is really cool, but also to be able to contribute at our own pace I think is really cool as well. Also, I don't know if you've ever booked a show. <laughs> it's fucking like stressful. A, like a concert or music venue Never. or anything like that. It's literally the yeah. most stressful thing I've done in my life. Like, You're literally waiting for things to fall apart. Yeah, it's terrible and great well i mean i know just from like the world of podcasting that i mean you know guests of mine can fall out really at any time i mean stuff happens i can only imagine being a promoter sitting there like waiting like i really hope this dude shows up oh it's crazy like i i now like i talk to promoters that i used to like like work with for just like being a wrestler and now i'm like 
and now I know what you go through. And yeah. I'm sorry. Like I was, I was, I never felt like I was a dick to people or like pushy, but now I know, now I know what it's like on their side when they get constant emails like, Do you hey, have just a checking in. Hey, just checking in. Hey, just checking in. Okay, keep checking in. Hey, I, I haven't wrestled in six years, and I was wondering if I could be booked on your show. I have a ring. I just oh. want to get the ring rust off. Yeah, we got one of those. That we got a couple one. of those. Oh, wow. Yeah, we get it. I think my, the, the, I don't, I don't touch the emails. I refuse to touch the emails because I literally hate email more than anything. Um, but I love getting the screenshots of the emails where it's like cases like that or asking if we have train a training school. I Which is wish. cool. Yeah, it's That's really cool, cool. That they ask us that, and Nashville doesn't have that. The closest place, I guess, you can go to SWF to like train there because UConn Jack kind of opens it up to people, mm-hmm. but there's no like proper place to do that. Right. Maybe like so OBW and Louisville. Well, that's like a three-hour drive. Yeah. Or Ricky Morton School in Chucky, Tennessee. That's still a bit of a drive. Yeah. There's nothing in like the proper area of Nashville where most people will live. So like maybe one day we'll see. Probably yeah. Not. If, I, if, <laughs> if we had a school, I don't think either one of us would be uh, working day jobs. No. Oh, yeah. That's sick. a full-time job. Oh, dude. Absolutely. If we can get that going somehow as a full-time job. That's that's uh that's some of the goal. Yeah. To stop working where we work for our regular jobs. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the dream, man. I got the same I mean, I, I feel you there. Um as far as the talent's concerned, uh who we got on the upcoming show because I've been seeing the uh I guess you call them the flyers mm-hmm. on the online on Twitter. Make sure you let everyone know where to follow you guys on Twitter too. I I wanna make sure everyone knows that also. Yeah. Um but I mean it looks it looks badass, man. It looks professional. It looks like, I mean, it looks like a badass show that's going down on August 6th. I mean, we got, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just pulling up the poster for it. But we have a lot of people that help us out with, like, graphic design work and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Adam Bass, who did a lot of, like, the match uh, graphics and has done the first two show graphics. Mm-hmm. He helped us out with that. My um, buddy Mason, he works for uh, a television station in Knoxville. He's done graphic design for years. He was somebody that, when, for this show specifically, wanted to have multiple graphics to emphasize how important some of the matches were. Um, so when we were talking about people to do graphics, Mason was somebody whose name I threw in the hat almost immediately. And, um, I mean, we we believe in like supporting our friends who have businesses, and part of Mason's income is the fact that he does freelance um, graphic design. So he was definitely somebody that we hit up. Um, but if you want to keep up with this, I'll just go and throw it out here. If you haven't seen the match announcements and you're listening to this, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SUP underscore Graps, G-R-A-P-S. Um, that's, I literally spam Twitter every day yeah. with match announcements or like ticket links, um, different things. We try to also promote the other promotions that are the guys that wrestle for us, wrestle for. So like Glory Pro. Uh, Nova Pro, Freelance, Freelance, and there's just so many other companies because I mean these guys are independent contractors, so they're all over the place. But True. do you have the flyer? Yeah, um, I guess we can go match by match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We've also been very fortunate to work with companies who have wanted their championship defended on our shows. That's so, huge. Real that's weird. huge. Um, I guess the first, the first one we can go over is Sage Phillips and Rob Matter. Which I I pushed very heavily for that one because I like Sage a lot. I've traveled with Sage, and I've been on shows with Rob before. Um, and Sage was actually at her first show, but that was right when he had either 
first torn his ACL or he was coming back from it. I remember he had that giant brace on. He still does oh, when he wrestles. Like, he has that big can over. Stone Cold Steve Austin can over brace. Stone Cold. He's a real Dude. short guy, so it, look, it literally takes up all of his leg. Yeah. It's crazy. But he's great, and that match, I feel like, will be... Him and Rob are about the same size. Rob's a pretty short guy, too. Yeah, Rob's, like, skinnier than him. He's probably got a couple inches on him, though. But, like... That match will be, I feel like, one of the better matches on the entire card that people won't realize it is because those are two people that, like, aren't super well-known. But, like, I, Rob, Rob was trained, um, I think he was trained at Seth Rollins School, actually. Oh, the he, he, Black and Brave? Yeah, because he's from Davenport, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And Sage um, lives in Kentucky now, but he was trained by Billy Rock in Indiana. So he comes from the School of Rock. Yeah. And he's like he he lives in Kentucky, so he just he does IWA himself all the time. So he's like, well traveled and somewhat well known now, and it's great. I think that'll be a a wrestling Twitter match where everybody from wrestling Twitter gets really excited about that, and then the people who are there who aren't familiar with those guys will just be like, oh shit, like yeah, these guys these are guys I need to check out. Uh, the second match is the uh, the get your shit in match, as it's been dubbed. Oh yeah, so okay. <laughs> I want to hear about this. Yeah, sure. I want to preface this with. Um, there's a promotion in Cleveland called Absolute Intense Wrestling that the one of the owners unfortunately passed away like last month, um, and he was actually a really big part in helping us when we first started out. So he was kind of the one who I would bounce some ideas off of, and he'd be like, "Well, that's not bad, but it doesn't make sense here. Maybe you want to do this or don't do this." So he was he was an advisor early on, and when he passed, it was a huge huge hit to me and us um a lot of people yeah it it was a huge shot to the wrestling community but uh our first show featured aiw students um and then pretty much half aiw students on our first show yeah like dominic garini dr daniel c rockingham frankie flynn and alex um, Alex daniels um so in everybody knows that wrestlers travel together so in booking dominic garini on this show he has some kids from the AIW school. Some we, of them who have literally had two matches. Yeah. A lot. And we're literally, we were literally going off his word for this. Um, and he sang their praises to us. Um, so for the Get Your Shit In match, we have AJ Gray, who was on our first show and literally, like, kind of went viral at AIW after he did a Phoenix Splash. Uh, so he did, he did two real fucked up moves. <laughs> so he did a moonsault, and I'll say moonsault to the outside, but then he twisted with it. And he just landed with the heaviest thud I've heard in my entire life and just popped right back up like nothing happened. Oh, wow. And then he did a fucking Phoenix Splash. And he AJ is not a small guy. No. He, he's probably like 230, something like that. Oh, and my he's gosh. Like five seven five yeah. eight. He's stocky. And this so, was like his like third match? No, 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 no AJ's no. been around oh, for... Oh, around. this guy's been around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was the other AIW students, like... Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Um, like Chase Oliver, he's literally had three matches now. Because he had back to the Future Cup for the JT Lightning tournament they just had. He had his two first matches there. And then him and a couple other kids went to uh, Tried and True and had an, a- an AIW showcase there. So he's had like three matches by now. Mm-hmm. But he's like all the people that they're bringing have like the most crazy athleticism that I will never have in my entire life <laughs> probably. So it was just like. That and AIW wrestlers and staples are, like, very character-driven. So they all have, like, really well-defined characters and personas. Like, 
like Dominic Greeny, he's your jiu-jitsu fighter or jiu-jitsu player. I'm fucking terrible. It's fine player. either way, man. Okay. I come from the MMA world, too. They, no one's going <laughs> to... No, 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 no one's going to nip it. He legitimately does Brazilian jiu-jitsu and won medals in it. Like, yeah, that's he awesome. Can, he can legit break you. That adds time. instant credibility. When people know that, you are instantly credible in professional wrestling, at least oh, to yeah. some degree. Yeah, he knocked absolutely. out Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham in our first show in the tournament. Knocked him the fuck out. Oh, my gosh. So we've got him, uh, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, who was on our first show. He's motivational speaker. Uh, he's a fucking fantastic heel. Yeah, it's um, great. And his finish is probably the best thing ever. And it's the like, lawn dart. Yeah, heel. Like, I was on, went to a punk pro show. Punk? That's hard punk to say. Punk pro show. Punk pro. In Indiana that I was on. And um, he lawn darted Sean Orleans so hard into the corner. I thought he broke his face, but he had, like, welts all over his face yeah. and his body like it was the craziest thing i've seen in my life i was sitting in the crowd and i was pretty sure sean orland's nose exploded like oh was, my god dad bot's fine though dad bot's yeah. fine yeah i actually saw him at uh, glory pro up at that show as well first time i saw him perform he's, sean orleans. he's yeah. fun he's so much fun i wanted his shirt i couldn't find it um i don't, I don't know if he had sold out before i got to the show oh, like what wouldn't be surprised. yeah he's a popular dude he found his market uh but the aiw it's, it's kind of like an aiw and AJ Gray showcase this four Well, you could say that AJ's a part of AAW now. Yeah, he like did kinda. Back to the Future Cup, and then he got that spot on Jaylet, which yeah. is like their biggest tournament. So it's AJ Gray, um, Derek Direction, Chase Oliver, and Joshua Bishop. Joshua Bishop, Derek Direction, and Chase Oliver all come from the AAW school. Um, AAW, I assume, is a promotion that we plan to keep working with. Definitely. Um, even if it's just through Dom or somebody else. Yeah. But they, They've been super helpful to yeah. us. Like opening up their students to helping us out because we want the main thing with with this that we wanted to do was to make it to where like we showcase like lesser known people that we feel like are on the cusp of great things in independent professional wrestling like we just want them to be able to travel to, to a state where they wouldn't really travel to too much because they can't find like booking whatever um, they think that it's weird but like we feel like we have um like a better grasp on the more common audience like I feel like that's a weird term but I feel like we're more open as opposed to if you go to SWF which is great um, but they have their own niche audience there that goes there every single week or you know that's more of like a wrestling crowd yeah like old school I hate I hate using the term quote unquote super indie but like we let people like they do what they need to do to have fun Mm -hmm. like the goal is to kind of be remembered. Yeah. And, like, if somebody's there from another promotion and they see something that they like, like, get a booking out of it. Yeah. Like... We, we have no qualms with, like, people being like, oh, I can't be on your show. I have another booking. Like, cool. Go. Make go your do money. Do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Do your thing, man. It's awesome. Like, I I luckily am in this, so, like, I can work my schedule around <laughs> these shows. <laughs> sure. So I don't have to worry about that. But it's still really cool. Oh, dude. Yeah, I feel like absolutely. we're doing a good thing for Nashville right now, and that was like, that was mine and Jesse's big goal because I'm not from here, but Jesse is from here. Like he was born and raised in this area, so like, I was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, and I traveled a lot with like touring bands and stuff like that. So I've seen a lot of stuff, but like, same with Jesse, but Nashville desperately needed this type of stuff. I agree 100. percent Like I actually found out. I think I told you at Freedom Pro the way I found out about Southern Southern Underground Pro. And I didn't even know that you were involved with mm-hmm. Southern Underground Pro when we were talking at the fairgrounds, <clears throat> excuse me, before we started getting into well, pretty much setting this all up today. 
Um, I heard about your company through a Buffalo Wild Wings bartender. That's fucking sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was his name Brett Eisen? <laughs> no, dude. That's, that's, I mean, that's word of oh, mouth. Oh, yeah, you, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. Is it Brett? No. Oh, Brett, oh, no, it was, it was, a, it was a, this girl named Michelle, actually. That's if she cool. listened to the show, Michelle, um, because I gave her a fight talk t-shirt. I had some in my truck. I was like, <laughs> here, so here, cool. from my podcast, if you're, if you're running around town telling people about indie pro wrestling, and not only that, then, you know, I started paying attention. I actually went onto your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. YouTube channel, <laughs> um, and I checked it out, and I was like, this is awesome. It's like standing room. There's people all around the ring. Like, it's a small crowd, but it's like people having fun, mm-hmm. and I, it, it's just a small world. I mean, there's only... There are a ton of professional wrestling fans out there, but the more that I, I kind of branch out and do more of these kind of things and go to more shows, you realize that like it is a pretty tight-knit community of people that are all pretty much willing to help each other, right. which is that's been the coolest thing to me is just all the relationships I've, I've been able to build and people I've been able to introduce to each other and stuff. But that's the only reason I bring that up is there's word of mouth out there in Nashville for your shows. It's cool. It's pretty crazy. It's it's oddly similar to like the punk rock and hardcore community that we come from we both used to book shows and tour um and play in bands and i'm pretty sure i can speak for both of us but it's like we found out that it's very similar and like uh, we're traveling pretty much the exact very, same thing very fast like it's like when bands found out that you were booking shows in an area you got flooded when wrestlers find out that you're booking a show in an area you get flooded oh, yeah. and it's cool because it's like an endless supply of like wrestlers at your fingertips but it's also like a lot of people don't understand that you can't book every wrestler on yeah, the show. Yeah, we, we can't have twenty matches on a show because I kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not literally. Right. I don't say that. Right. I don't say that yeah. phrase lightly. But yeah, like, sure. I just lose my mind yeah. because I've been to shows that have been like five hours long. I'm like, all right, I gotta go home. I'm done with this. It's sure. like going to a Ring of Honor taping over. It's like four, four shows at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rough. I mean, it's awesome because you get to see all this wrestling, but at the same time, you're like, I've been sitting in this fucking bleacher for four hours, mm-hmm. and I just. I can't anymore. Sure, anymore, please. Yeah. Well, and this is uh like just to add to that story just a little bit. Like I didn't know this this girl before she told me about these shows. Oh, wow. She was she was working at the bar. I walked in with a young buck shirt on, awesome. and she was like, "Young." She's like, "Too sweet," you know. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, are you like you know what this is? And she and then that dude, have you been? To, and that's pretty much almost the first thing out of her mouth. Have you have you seen these or heard about the Southern Underground Company? Because she went to your first show. I wonder that's if cool. we so, met her. I, I have a terrible have... time remembering faces and names. Uh, I couldn't, in the I head couldn't tell you what happened in that first show at all. Oh. <laughs> I got headbutted real hard in the back yeah. of the head by Kurt, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it happened. I know that. <laughs> it, there's footage of it yeah. on YouTube for free. It's free. So. I mean, whatever. That's 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 another thing we wanted to make sure. Like we have constant content out there mm-hmm. because like we take we take a lot of stuff from like companies that we really like and look up to, like Beyond and AIW and stuff like that who have constant content out there, like, be it matches or, like, podcasts, sit-down interviews, whatever. Like, Promos. It's great. Like, that's what you need to do to keep in the eye because there's so much... There's so many professional wrestling companies in the U.S. Mm-hmm. alone and, like, so many professional wrestlers that, like, you'll get lost in the mix if you don't see relevant. Sure. True. It's very true. You want to talk about the next match? Yeah. Um, so, it's... Wild Man Congo and Caleb Courageous. Uh, Caleb Courageous. Congo <laughs> uh, is someone that I've known for a good long time, <clears throat> and he's from the Northeast area. I think he's originally from Providence, but that doesn't matter really. Um, <laughs> but he's probably one of like the most, the like most well-rounded wrestlers I've been in a ring with and around. And 
he he's done like a lot of stuff for ROH and uh, Monster Prep, Monster Factory and stuff like that. But like, people need to know more about him. Yeah. And Caleb, who's been on both both of our shows, we've only had two shows. <laughs> fuck. It seems like we've done way more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Caleb's been on both of our shows, and he's shown out very well. And he's someone I feel like who is. He's a very solid performer. I don't want to use this as a derogatory term, but I feel like he was somewhat stuck in Tennessee. Sure, I understand. Like Crossville, I yeah. think. And he runs his own promotion there, but like, he, no one really knew about him, and I don't want to like toot our own horn, but I feel like we have a big, a larger following where like more people outside of the Southeast know about us and like are coming to us. So like, I feel like more people are starting to know him, and he's and he works for NWA Smoky Mountain now too. He's doing Smoky Mountain, and he's doing I think a promotion. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but a promotion in Mississippi. So he's getting out there more, which is really cool. It's awesome. Good for him. Um, but that match, Congo. If you don't know Congo, he is a big motherfucker. <laughs> if you don't know Caleb, he is a smaller motherfucker. <laughs> so that's gonna be some shit. And I hope, honestly, like all these matches, like the ring may fall apart because they're just so crazy. Yeah, like it's just gonna go wild. It's some it's some pretty crazy matchups that we've got. Like the next match, it actually involves you. <laughs> it's a number one contenders triple threat between Kevin Koo, Brett Ice, and the Dominic Greedy. Like, there's a... Between all three of these guys, and I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here, but there's a very good chance that somebody could just fucking get knocked out or just oh, dropped on their head. Like, at any point between any of these three guys, like, I've known Brad almost my entire life. I've followed Dom's career very closely ever since I met him. And then I've watched Kevin wrestle countless times since he's been back in the South. Like, the styles in this match are very similar but very different at the same time. So I think that it's going to be very exciting for everybody there. Yo, but all I have to do is, like, confuse Brett and then step on Dom's toes because he doesn't wear shoes when he wrestles. So, like, that's how I win. Well, there's the strategy. What if Brett hears this and somehow... I'm going to get him to edit this out. Actually, I've already put this on Twitter, so, like... (laughs) You know, I forgot about that. Yeah, but, like, you know, that's... That's all a farce. I'm not going to actually do that. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sitting here with the two guys that own Southern, Southern Underground Pro. Who who books this this company? Because what's... I mean, there, so we have four people in total that help us out. Okay. With that. Um, I, have... I'm asking you specifically for your number one contender match over here. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't no. want any home cooking in this one. No, no, no. It's, so that, that was a big thing that I was afraid of, I guess, that like people would think that this is purely for me to get myself over you're Kevin Nashin out there man no I, I if I'm gonna live in Nashville I'm gonna have fun and add a promotion that's I can drive like 20 minutes from my house from like, absolutely great absolutely and like yeah I'm in the normal contenders match but like I feel like I've had great showings at our last two shows like I wrestled two matches at our last show one was for the freedom pro championship yeah and like I got kicked in the dick after whatever. Was that CJ O'Doyle who wrestled yeah. against? Oh, nice! I, I like CJ a lot. I've yeah, been able to talk awesome. to him. Great guy. A dick. <laughs> and that match is actually for free on our YouTube channel as well. That and is for free. CJ gets fucking nuclear heat. Yeah, it's insane. I'm gonna watch that right if you guys leave. Dude, I can't great. wait. It's crazy. There's there's some. You want to see my Roman Reigns entrance because I'm the big dog? Oh, there you go. That's Nashville's great. your yard. Yeah, truly. Oh um, man, what? I think that I should be in this spot because I've had good. I've had good showings. Like, Dom definitely should be because he he won his first match against Dr. Dan. He didn't get pinned in his triple threat match mm-hmm. uh, at the first show. Brett 
has just run through everyone. He won his first match, didn't get pinned in his second match of the first show, and he he beat Tank, who is a Southern pro wrestling legend. Yeah, like he beat him decisively. Like I'm watching for that fucking elbow, and then Dom, whatever the fuck, you gonna choke me <laughs> out? Whatever, dude, I, I'll choke myself. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> I win. We uh, for that match we definitely looked at like win loss records and uh, what made the most sense because we we decided that we wanted to have a number one contenders match just to start putting things in motion, um, and that was the best choice that we had because we sat down, we looked at past cards, and honestly it just made the most sense between like we had a lot of triple threats we've had a, a few multi man matches, yeah. um. But just between, like, the wins and losses and who has been pinned, who hasn't been pinned, and what situation, it, it just fit perfectly. And I think uh, – I don't think anybody's really going to think about Kevin being part owner and in that match. I think they're just going to be waiting for somebody to get fucking – get their clock cleaned. Oh, sure. I mean, a lot of people on Twitter have been like, this is going to be a massacre between three different people. Like, And it's funny because I feel like I've seen people talk about you and Brett in the same ring and leaving Dom out, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's, that's probably not smart. No. I wish they would stop doing that. Cause you gotta be <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to get choked out. You got to choke I'll, yourself out first. And obviously, I was just, I was just kidding around. No, like, no, I, no, I, no, I, no, yeah, yeah, that's, I, mean, that's something we knew something we would. That's sure, front of mind for us that we think about often. But like, but you guys have like a booking committee. It sounds like you have like four people yeah, that that all have, pitch in their ideas. We have an advisor who remains nameless most of the time. But I think as a silent advisor, but yeah. like, yeah, we don't. He's. He, I'll say he's very much got his finger on the pulse of independent wrestling. Vince Russo. Oh. Fuck, you weren't supposed to know. Oh, oh man! Don't tell Wilkins. I, <laughs> I won't tell. I won't tell Cornette. I would definitely not. I would actually love like as much heat as Jim Cornette gets. I would love to have Jim Cornette come down for a show, even though it makes no sense for us. He would just fucking shit on everything. Oh yeah, yeah it'd be awful. Probably you guys like the antichrist of wrestling out there. Totally but, cool with that. But dude, ab- absolutely. I mean, he's one. Of, he's one of those dudes who. I mean. For what it's worth, I mean, he's a legend. Yeah, he's set in his ways. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. set in his ways. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. There's no reason to get like butt hurt about anything. Like anyone's literally, there's no reason to get upset about anything anyone says unless it is a personal attack on you or yeah. something like racial or homophobic or something like that. Sure. Like if they're like, "Hey, I don't like you." Cool. I don't like you either. Let's go about our lives. <laughs> yeah, I agree, hundred percent on the that. The other night, I was actually told by a friend that super indie wrestling will never work in Nashville, and I don't even look at it as like a snarky comment or anything it's like a challenge at this point because we've done pretty well so far and it's just like i mean we're both kind of expecting that drop at some point Uh, that's gonna happen but for now (laughs) it's like we're gonna ride the wave and do you know the best that we can to to bring we found a crowd we found a super indie crowd or like quote unquote super indie crowd in nationals we found a crowd that didn't just want traditional southern wrestling which is funny because Almost all wrestling kind of comes from that. There's just different things added, you know, taken and added yeah. at any given point. But we found a crowd that just wanted something more. And uh, it might not be the biggest crowd, but it's working. And yeah. we've literally not lost our ass yet. So sure, I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you firsthand. Like, I mean, that's that's what I that's one thing I love so much about what you guys are doing. Like, because I want that. Like, I've told people all year, like. I can't wait for Freedom Pro to come back to the fairgrounds. We have to wait an entire year right. for them to come back. 
Like, I've been, this is, and my thing is, I can't drive out to Clarksville for, for shows on a regular basis. Right. Like, you know, I'm with, like, I'm like you guys. Like, I got a, I got a job, like, yeah. you know, outside of this. So, like, I can't just up and do, do this as often as I'd like to. So, knowing there's going to be consistent shows in Nashville with, a, I mean, great company, great people. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, thank you. I, absolutely. I mean, it's it's I'm very much looking forward to the show. Was that all the matches? Were there, no, was there, there no, was some left, no, right? There was some two, yeah, yeah. There was some other. There no, was some other uh, names. Three more matches. Oh, so three more. The next yeah. match is uh, in conjunction with Freelance Wrestling out of Chicago. Um, their champion Stevie Fierce against Gary J, which it's kind of like a Midwest uh, show off because yeah. Gary is from St. Louis, Stevie's from Chicago, but he was actually fe- trained by Brian Kendrick. Oh wow, which is crazy. And you see a lot of Steve and he's uh, done Brian Kendrick and Stevie. So it's he's cool. done like tours of Japan and stuff. Yeah. So wow. yeah. yeah, he's Stevie's he's legit. So is, so is Gary. Gary's like Gary's one of the hardest hitting wrestlers that I've seen, and God. he just goes fucking crazy. And he used to come out to AFI and it was sick. Oh nice. Um, he comes but, out to a sick ass Wolf Mother song now, which I think now. everybody's gonna love. Um, but that's we say this so much, but all the matches are gonna be like. What the fuck? How, are the, how is this next one going to top this one? Oh, shit, it topped it. Oh, shit, it topped it. Yeah. Like, these guys are going out there and just, like, proving why they need to be in the forefront of everyone's mind, every promoter's mind. Like, you need to... You you want me on your show to make it better. Like, that's what that's what I feel like our promotion is is helping people with. Like, mm-hmm. with our content that we always... That we want to constantly put out there. Like, people are going to notice everyone at our promotion. And that match is going to be very cool because the freelance title hasn't been defended outside of Chicago a lot. It's been defended in a couple of different states uh, recently. And I think in Canada, if it hasn't come up yet, it will be defended in Canada. Okay. Uh, it's like I think it's like a month. Well, I don't know. It might be this month. I think it's like towards the end of. I know it's like pretty close to our show. So if Stevie retains at the yeah. Alpha One show. He'll be defending against Gary J, and I've seen Gary J wrestle probably twenty times at least, and his chops will turn your chest to hamburger meat. He makes some decisions in his life. God, he does. I've seen him get dropped on his head, thrown into chairs and bleachers, and his match with Jake something like the God. past two matches have been insane. Dude, I saw him at Glory Pro two for the first time. Jake something. He almost killed himself during yeah, the match is, that I saw. He's a massive human being. Yeah, and he does some shit. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was so funny because his his like. His thing is he yelled out Jake and the crowd goes something. Yeah. And I was like, this is working brilliantly. <laughs> I can't believe it. No one has thought of this before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I couldn't believe how big he was. He was there was two guys in that show that I was like, WWE's gotta be these are guys that are that they will be looking at at some point. I saw Jake something and uh, Donovan Dijak. That guy at like six foot seven. I actually trained with Donovan. Dijak. Did you? Yeah, okay. I, I, I came from Brian Fury School who trained like Sasha Banks and people like that. So. Uh, it's 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 well known out there by now. Like Dijak has stopped taking indie bookings now. So oh, I did not know that. To going to NXTWWE, whatever. I so. did not even know that. Wow. I, I, saw, I just based on just looking at him work, I was like, this guy's exactly what they're looking. He's, he's for. a former base basketball player. Like we wanted him on our shows. Like, but like I was probably like two days away from texting and being like, hey man, would you want to come want to come down for us? And I saw that. I was like. Well, shit, never mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, I was just going to say that I actually saw uh, on another promotions, like, fan group today that he was off the market, Dijak. So, congratulations to Donovan Dijak. Absolutely. He was really nice when I met him. Donovan. 
Dijak. Denovan Dijak. <laughs> uh, he was really nice when I met him, and I've always been impressed every time I've seen him wrestle live, so it's cool to see the good ones get called up, make that money. But someone who else I think will be there at some point is someone like Stevie Fierce. Like, he's yeah. well put together, great character, great in the ring. Like, he just has it all together. And, like... I think people are going to love to hate him. He's only wrestled at SWF. And if you don't know that crowd, it's a bit of... They're stuck in the 50s. Yeah. Um, so okay. they called him some non-nice names. Yeah. Uh, no. Some very derogatory names. Oh, yes. no. So I think that this show will be a lot better for him. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that once he comes out with his little mirror gimmick and all that, people will, people will instantly get it. Um, Does he run a similar gimmick to, like, Teddy Fine? Is that kind of what you're getting at? Like, kind of... More flamboyant. More yeah. flamboyant. If you, if you saw Brian Kendrick after he left WWE to go to New Japan, he did, like, the mirror gimmick and stuff like that. Right. Exactly like that. Gotcha. Like, okay. fucking great. Mm-hmm. He... And he's a very good-looking human. It's true. Sure. Like, I'm, a, I'm a married man, but I I am very comfortable with my sexuality. He is a very good-looking human. He's I have to say that all the time on my show. I'm like... Totally heterosexual male here, but that guy's—he's a good-looking guy. I see why they have—they see something in him. I get, I get it. Uh, the next match we have, which would be a semi-main event, it's a fucking four-way tag team elimination. Yeah, uh, it's the Carnies, Roscoe and Lisa, uh, S4, and Tough Guy Inc. We've got some guys on the show who have been featured on Ring of Honor, uh, in Brutal Bob. Uh, the Carnies, they've done some stuff for Ring of Honor. Uh, Tough Tim, he's done Ring of Honor. Yeah, so Brutal Bob and Tough Tim are a tag team. Um, they do Ring of Honor and stuff like that. Brutal Bob is actually one of the people who are like part of the training group at Ring of Honor seminars, and he's been around forever. If you don't follow Bob on like Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, you probably should. If you're a professional wrestler, you should be following. Just a Brutal person, Bob really, because he's he's like I hate saying this for like individual people, but he's like. He's really great with advice and inspiration if you're trying to grow your quote unquote brand. Yeah, he's been he's been around for a long time. Like he's worked for WWF, he's worked everywhere, and he works his ass off for this mm-hmm. for this stuff. Like he doesn't have to. No. He doesn't have to give out this advice to anyone, but he does freely and like you can take it or you can not take it, but I've seen for myself, like people who take it tend to do better for themselves. Things with Bob gets better. Very true. Um, and S four, uh Chris Crunk and Jaden Newman, who are out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, like Crunk. Chris, Chris Crunk had a great showing at our first yeah, show. Yeah, was on our first show. Jaden, we feel bad because he's a, a baby, so he couldn't <laughs> be on our first show because he was not twenty one. But yeah. this next show is eighteen and up. He's he just turned like twenty or something like that. Something yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> be older. <laughs> be older, you kid. Um, but yeah, they're. It's gonna be. They have great chemistry as a team. Um, I've watched videos of them individually, and I've watched videos of them together, and I think for a young team, they've got a very bright future. Um, if I'm hoping this is kind of like a launching pad for more places to see them and say, well, we want to boost our tag division. These guys, you know, could come in and kind of, like, they're willing to do some shit, like yeah. some crazy shit they're to, to, to be noticed. With their lives. So I think <laughs> if the right people see it, it could be a great opportunity for them. Uh, Roscoe and Lisa, they've been tearing up the tag team scene for years. Two of legit the funniest people I've ever met in my life. I don't think I've ever seen them have a bad match. Um, they complement each other very well, and they're just 
fucking insane. Yeah, it's they're great. crazy people. Like they're like real life Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, very true. Very cool. Very true. And I mean, people know about the Carnies. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very well known across the Southeast. They're starting to get more well known everywhere else, and yeah. it's great for them because they're very close friends of mine and Jesse's. Yeah, I think I, they work Glory Pro too. Okay. They haven't yet, but they they're going to soon. Okay, maybe that's where I was thinking. Yeah, okay, like, uh, they just haven't been able to follow dates, but they work for PCWS up there. Okay, gotcha. Um, and and that, they work for Anarchy up there as well. Yeah, uh, so, they've they've wrestled them, Roscoe, Lisa. They've literally been all over the Midwest, the Southeast. Uh, the Carnies have done a lot of. Well, they're starting to do more Northeast stuff. They're doing Battle Club mm-hmm. uh, like a week after our show. It's at with Mustache Mountain. Yes, they are facing Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Yeah. Oh, man. That'll be so, some shit. Those are two of the best guys in the world right now, man. Yeah. Tyler Bate, again, a very good-looking human. All he had to do was grow a beard and not care about his hair, and he's a thirst trap. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm more Pete Dunn, man. Yep. Oh, yeah. You, you come off more like a Pete Dunn guy to me. I anyway. love Pete Dunn. I mean, I'm just Pete, no, Pete Dunn's he's rugged, man. Yeah, like, Tyler yeah. Bate's a good-looking human, but True. I'm not saying Pete Dunn isn't. But they put on fantastic matches as a team and against each other on yeah. on the WWE programming so far. That and the only downside to Trent Seven at all is his age. That's it because he's been around How the game he? for a long. He's like I want to say he's almost forty. Oh, like okay, he's yeah yeah he's because I remember he was like man this was like forever ago. But I want to say like him and Kevin Steen did something that I remember like forever ago. I um and and. I think that's been the only the only downside to him is that I think he's just getting a little a little more up there in age. But then you got the opposite, and you know, Tyler Bate, who's what twenty years old. I think he's so. Literally twenty years old. So I mean, Pete Dunne is twenty three. Yeah. And the three of them as a faction so, is great. Yeah. Um, outside the WWE, and then they use him as three individual wrestlers on the WWE for TV. The and, yeah. yeah. Also, for the record, I was saying that I prefer Pete Dunne's looks more than Tyler Bates. But oh, I do prefer okay. Pete Dunne as a wrestler. That's fine. Okay. I was saying I prefer Tyler Bates' look looks as a beautiful human being over Pete Dunne's looks as a as a set, as a equally beautiful human being. And I I'm prefer s- Pete Dunne as a wrestler. And I'm saying I like Trent Seven's belly Ooh. better than Ooh. all of it. I like the way he just rolls slowly into the ring with his belly, with his big belly. Trent Seven's belly is kind of belly goals. <laughs> it is. When I completely give up and stop dieting, I'll probably just go that route. But also... I feel like we're going off on tangents, but it's Tyler okay. Bay used to go come out to Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer. Oh, oh fucking great. I do love is. that song. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I was Man. listening to that the other day on the way to work, just like it was on the radio, and all I could think about was like making like an online meme about just Triple H grabbing Sledgehammers <laughs> from, from out from under the ring, you know? Oh, that's funny. Um, then our main event. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Main event. <laughs> our main event is literally just some fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, so we're working very closely with Scenic City Invitational. Can't sing the praises enough for the for the SCI, best wrestling tournament in the South. Uh, humble, slightly biased opinion, best po- best wrestling tournament in the country. Uh, went last year with my podcast, got a bunch of content, met a bunch of awesome people. Um, they go above and beyond to really make it more than just a festival or not a festival, but like a a, a tournament. Um, it's more. Isn't it completely nonprofit too? Yeah, it's it's a charity event. Yeah. Um, wow, so like they have people contact them that want to be booked for this now, which is insane. Uh, last year was a huge year for them. They had Chris Hero, Matt Riddle, um, Jimmy Rave, Corey Hollis, John Schuyler. Like the list goes on and on. This year, they've got Tank and Matt Riddle in the first round, and this is Tank's retirement tour. We were lucky enough to book Tank for two matches on our second show. Yeah. Um, 
and Tank won the Scenic City Rumble to pick his spot in the Scenic City Invitational, and he said last year when we interviewed him, he said he wanted to wrestle Matt Riddle. That was his call-out. Riddle accepted. Now, first-round SCI, it's Riddle and Tank, which is going to be fucking insane. Yeah. Um, this like The whole setup for SCI is incredible because Papa Hills goes above and beyond. He sets up. I'm pretty sure he's the one that sets up. He was last year. Um, all the rooms. Yeah, he set up again. I think at the Best Western, which is attached to a city cafe, city which cafe. is the best cakes. Shout out to City Cafe. City Cafe. Hey, hey. Um, they make some money that weekend. Oh, dude! Like we, I remember Chris and I sat there last year and talked to uh, Charlie from Southern Fried until like four or five in the morning. Uh, side note. Chris Wilkins literally bought an entire cake from City Cafe. Cost him $70. Yeah. The man spent $70 on a cake. Yeah. Why? Respect. Why? Why? He wanted to take delicious. it to his family. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't eat it all there. Yeah. Like, so. Oh, I thought you were I wish you would have. <laughs> that's, that's all I can picture is this dude putting down an entire that's $70 what cake. Was saying. I was like, you're going to eat that all by yourself? Uh, the cake is probably, would you say about that tall? Almost the size of a 20-ounce bottle? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's Coca-Cola cake. Yeah, it's, it's goat. insane. Um... So we've worked very close with the Scenic City Invitational. They've been great um, in partnering with us. Some of the guys that we are using uh, will be featured on the Scenic City Invitational. Some in uh, tournament matches, some in non-tournament matches. Um, Joey Janela is somebody who will be in a tournament match. Um, there's some uh, rumor and innuendo going on the internet right now about his schedule for that weekend. But So Joey Janela is working SCI the first night. He's flying to New Jersey for Leah Rush's last match on the Indies for CZW. Where is Leah Rush headed? WWE. Is he? I didn't realize that he got signed as well. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, that's a side conversation we'll yeah. have later. Um, <laughs> Am I allowed to put that out or no? Yeah. Is that known? Is that known? Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, and then he's flying back for our show. So, wow. all that we'll say is all dates for Joey Janela that are advertised, he's committed to. Yeah. Um, so, whatever happens in Chattanooga happens in Chattanooga. Yeah. Um, we were fortunate enough. The thing with SCI was we had a couple people saying, you know, you should work with them. We were just like, well, we don't really want to take this opportunity and drop the ball. And they pretty much set it up, set it up to where we can't. They just kept telling us, you won't, you know, like, we got you. Anything you need, we got you. So um, we finally were just like, fuck it. You know, we'll take this ball. We're one with it. You know, we we were set up to do the bi-monthly shows. It worked out perfectly. And the first person we booked for August was Joey Janela. And uh, he's never wrestled in Tennessee until Scenic City Invitational. That will be his first Tennessee appearance. We are his first Nashville show. And him and Kurt Stallion for the Bone Storm Championship is the first meeting of those two guys. Yeah, Kurt's asked for this match, too. Yeah. Like, if he, he wrestled Ray Waddell at the second show, and if he beat him, he was going on to face Joey. Mm -hmm. And he did do that. So... Because before we started the contender process, um, the goal was just to pretty much put our champion against who we felt was best locally, regionally, fucking throughout the world. Like, yeah. Ray Waddell is somebody that nobody should sleep on. For a big man, he does some shit. He makes some decisions. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he, uh, he's a part of a company called WWA out of uh, Kentucky, and he's been wrestling for IWA Mid-South and some other places recently. Uh, really picking up some steam. He's one of the prettiest moonsaults, too. He does. It's terrifying as well. He's a big boy. Oh, um, my gosh. And uh, we had him versus Kurt on our second show at the Cobra, which is on High Spots Network. If you have the High Spots Network. 999. <laughs> Best 99 of the biz. Um, but so after Ray 
the next step was Janela. And we told Kurt if he could, you know, we basically had Janela booked, and it was whoever wins between Ray and Kurt goes on to face Janela for the championship. And uh, Kurt's, uh, Kurt's got his work cut out. They both have their work cut out for him. Kurt's, Kurt's wrestled with broken hands before. Like, he doesn't care. I literally, Kurt stayed with me, uh, me and my girlfriend, before a New York show that he had. And uh, he came over, and we were talking about some stuff, and he went to slap his thigh, and he almost crumbled because his hand was broken. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, Kurt, that guy goes hard, man. I saw him against uh, Morton Stone at Glory Pro, and there was like you were mentioning broken hands. That guy doesn't really even need him. He headbutts people the entire match if he, <laughs> he wants knows. to. Oh, I know. <laughs> he headbutted me a lot. Uh, so we, I guess, in a way, it's kind of like a sick reward for Kurt because he said that he wanted to wrestle Janela, and uh, he he gets his wish. He beat Ray Waddell. He retained, and now he's got to wrestle the bad boy. The bone sucker. <laughs> I forgot about that promo. Uh, so Joey Janela, he's a uh, he's got a weekend for him. Yeah. He, whatever, like I said, whatever happens in Chattanooga happens in Chattanooga. He's he's got to go to. He's going against Darby Allen in the first round. Yeah. Who clearly doesn't care about his life. Yeah. Like fuck it. So see what happens out, out of that. Man, well, hey, great stuff. Yeah. I am looking very much forward to August the sixth. Southern Underground Pro. Oh, name the venue real quick so everyone knows uh, where it is. Basement East. It's on Woodland Street in East Nashville. Um, it's in that's, the Five Points area. That's one thing we were very conscious about is we wanted to keep booking shows in the Nashville proper area, um, whether it be Cobra or Basement East or even like Midtown, Downtown area at some yeah, point. Wherever we can. Like, yeah, we, we want to keep we it. Want, we want to keep Nashville proper pro wrestling alive yeah hell yeah and uh jesse kevin well what are your like social media handles and the stuff that where you want people to kind of follow where you guys are going and all that kind of stuff as well uh twitter kevin xq instagram kev xq you can see pictures of my 20 year old cat whatever <laughs> um stinky kisses yeah stinky kisses that's about it for me you can find me on facebook kevin Koo. Uh, I don't post anything on there. <laughs> Facebook kind of sucks. Yeah, it's weird, man. Um, my personal Twitter is Righteous Jesse. Instagram is the same Righteous Jesse. And then my podcast is called Kick Out of Two. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at KOET Podcast. I say it on our episode or our episodes every week, but we have a Facebook page that nobody ever fucking checks. Um, <laughs> I know the feeling. God, it's the Facebook page <laughs> is the worst, man. Uh, and then if you want to keep up with Southern Underground Pro, like I said earlier, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, at SUP, S-U-P, underscore Graps, G-R-A-P-S, and then uh, Facebook, Southern Underground Pro. Um, if you can buy tickets online. Yeah, you can buy tickets online. Or in person, right, if they're in the Nashville area. You yeah, can, okay. Just have a stack does, of tickets. does have actual physical tickets, which is cool. We're going to have them on sale at uh, SCI, too, so come so, find us. Yeah, we'll be there. Come hang out August I'll be, 6th. I'll be on night two in a scramble match, so... Talk about that real quick. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be me, well... This is the announced people so far, so there may be more people. Um, me, Drew Adler, Kyle Matthew, Matthews, which is I'm fucking stoked about. Kyle Matthews is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I don't even know about him yet. I gotta check him out. He, I don't, I think I don't know if he's in any tournament matches, but he is like a very, he's like a Brian Danielson as mm-hmm. technical wrestler. Wow, okay. Like he just has that. He's done Shakar. He's done Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't want to speak out of line here, but I feel like he's maybe done like some international stuff i don't know um but he's very very good yeah brutal bobs in that match so like it's just craziness outside of that match like oh uh tyson dean 
he's he's a, he's a Georgia guy who like he's very well mechanically put together and has a great look like I feel like all the people in that match is just going to be crazy. It's not going to be your typical, like, get your shit in, like, scramble match. And it's just going to be cool. I'm stoked. I'm stoked Wait, to just be a part of that weekend. Is there somebody else in that match? Or is that all that's announced? I think that's that's most of the people that's announced. Let me let me, let me me get a pull-up of this guy real quick. Yeah, go for it. Cause I, um, I feel like there might be one other person, but I don't want to say and either ruin something or just be totally wrong. Uh, yeah, so, so far it's just... Me, Tyson Dean, Drew Adler, Bob Evans, and Kyle Matthews. Okay. We'll tell you who we who we think else might be on it outside of this. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about things. that off the record. The Holy uh, shit, the I forgot David stuff. Flair was a person. Oh yeah, we got the uh, the WWE <laughs> Network running in the background uh, while Flair's we're doing this. Alive, is he? It's Reese that died. Reese Reed. Did, uh, Reed. Reed. Yeah. Reese was back in the middle. Great show. Yeah, <laughs> go show. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. Now we're way off topic. Hey, yeah. Kevin. This is like kick out of two now. <laughs> Jesse, thanks a lot for coming on, guys. Thanks for Thank having you. us, man. Hey,